not just an insurance salesman. Um, you'll know pretty quickly. We've talked with many people, unfortunately, that that was their experience. They went to sit down with a, what they thought was a financial advisor and not even, didn't even really pertain to their situation. All that the whole conversation persisted of was, you need this insurance. You need this life insurance. The answer was insurance. Over and over and over. Not what really. Do I, what do I put in my car? Insurance. Mm-hmm. How do, you know, what do I, what do I buy to board a plane? Insurance. Right. You know, it, it, that's, and you can easily tell that. Right. You know, that's a red flag. And yes. I'm not saying it just has to be us, but find somebody that cares about more than insurance. Insurance. In the case of nuclear or radiological. Turn off the TV. Turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the noise reduction podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Noise Reduction Podcast, uh, where we want to help filter out what is just noise in the financial world and also help you figure out what's useful in some form or fashion, right? What we consider useful, I guess. What we consider, no. What we consider useful is useful. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm Nelson Negron, uh, President and COO of Provident Oak Financial, and I'm here with the most amazing, wonderful, beautiful, Great, they can stunning, see my face now. <laughs> no. caring, mm-hmm. um, beautiful. I, th- I already said beautiful, didn't I? I'm pretty sure there's rules against us, like trying to like smooth your boss. <laughs> <laughs> We've got. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. <laughs> so, anyways, yes. my name is so Rihanna. Why don't, yeah, why don't you tell them who you are Negron. And, and why you put up with me? He's my husband and my boss. You're contractually obligated to put up with it. I am not the boss. You're the CEO. I signed up for this I'm a long not. time ago, and yes, I just keep going with it. All right. But yes, so and I'm the CEO of yes. Provident Oak Financial. Correct. And yeah. All righty. And we're here to discuss financial stuff. Financial stuff. All right. <laughs> the top financial priorities for baby boomers today. Yeah. So who are baby boomers? Why don't we start there? Old people. Oh. <laughs> okay, so like I said in the, you know, uh, many before, times before, many times before is you can send all your negative emails to re r h i at providentoak.com and send me all the fun stuff. I was just kidding. It was okay. just a joke. All right, so baby boomers are not really old, right? No. no. So those are the people that were born from 1946 to 1964. So it's like my dad. Yeah, he's old. Oh, okay. So uh, when you say it. Well, see, I was speaking of one specific person. Mm -hmm. You were saying, you know, in general, general. that all baby boomers are old. Okay. Well, surprisingly, they're older than you. So that's an older generation. But anyways. So what are we doing? (laughs) The top five financial priorities for baby boomers today. Alrighty. So then I guess... We're just going to jump right into it, aren't we? We are going to get to work here. So the 22nd Annual Transamerica Retirement Survey of Workers, they developed um, this poll to give us a bunch of information. And these are the five top uh, priorities for baby boomers that they came up with. Okay. So number one, saving for retirement. Yes. Now that kind of surprised me because when you look at the age, I mean, they should be pretty close to retirement age. Right. And they're having an issue with savings for retirement. That's kind of scary. Well, you know, it's one of the... Okay, I'm gonna, can I get out of my soapbox for a second? 
Is oh. that is that okay? Does that work for you that I get on my, my soapbox and, and... Hopefully Kurt has a soapbox sound. <laughs> How does a soapbox sound? I don't know, but I know his brain's turning right now. <laughs> we need a sound for his soapbox. Okay. Well, you know, it's just something that I'm seeing more and more uh, going on in a, in a more frequent basis. And I'm hearing, you know, uh, I guess complaints, if you will. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, about financial advisors. Okay. And I think this is contributing to the problem of people trying to save for retirement is, and, and, and the, and, you know, overall the financial advice industry, if you will, is moving away from this, but I still see it way too often for, for my liking. And that is the fact that we have investment advisors or investment consultants where they say, okay, I'm going to take whatever savings you have and I'm going to invest it, come back and see me in a year and we'll talk. Uh, right. And, and so what we're, what we're not seeing is people or what is not happening often enough is that, okay, yeah, I see you, you've saved all this money, but let's talk about you, your situation. What are you saving for? How much longer do you want to work or plan to work or can work or whatever the situation is and what, you know, why are we here today? Why are we sitting down talking, having this conversation? What is your story? Right. And, and, and so, um, that's contributing to this, uh, issue of baby boomers having to continue to save for retirement. So financial planning is not just a one size fits all. Is that what you're saying? It's not. And if that is, you know, your experience, experience or, or if that's how you feel like, oh, well, all, all he did was just take my money and drop it into or he or she. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, all they all they did was drop it into a bucket of investments that they already had pre um, set. How is that, you, you know, for you? But anyways, I'm sorry. That was my soapbox. I, I will. I will now step down. I yield the mic. Yeah. So according to that poll, um, retirement, um, they're saving as retirement as their financial priority was seventy percent. Seventy percent of them said that saving for retirement was their financial priority. Yeah, and, and all of these should all these people in this generation should that should be like the last thing they're thinking about, right? right. It, that, that should have happened. That should have started happening years ago. And what we're seeing is, okay, I got five years before I'm planning to retire. Oh, no. What do I do? Well, it says that nearly half of them surveyed said that they are expected to work past the age of 70 or just not retire at all. That's sad. That is. That is. I mean, retirement looks different for everybody, but to never get a chance to focus more on maybe doing what you love versus what you're having to do to get by, that's just sad for me to think that some people aren't going to get that chance. Exactly. Exactly. So... So, you know, I guess maybe the question is, all right, well, this is where I'm at. Um, so what do I do? I, I'm, I mean, I'm one of those 70%. Point, you know, right. well, what do I do? So talk to a real, you know, and I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to use air quotes, but but <laughs> talk to a real financial advisor, someone who's going to talk to you, who's going to listen to you, most importantly, and who is going to offer customized, individualized advice. Yes. Not just an insurance salesman. Um, you'll know pretty quickly. We've talked with many people, unfortunately, that that was their experience. They went to sit down with what they thought was a financial advisor and not even, 
didn't even really pertain to their situation. All that the whole conversation persisted of was, you need this insurance. You need this life insurance. The answer was insurance. Over and over and over. Not really. What do I put in my car? Insurance. Mm -hmm. How do, you know, what do I, what do I buy to board a plane? Insurance. You know, that's, and you can easily tell that. Right. You know, that's a red flag. And I'm not saying it just has to be us, but find somebody that cares about more than insurance. Insurance. Because of the big commission that they get when they sell. Okay. I'll stop. It's just a legitimate red flag. Please watch for it. Make sure somebody really wants to know you, your story. You're not one size fits all. Yeah. So, okay. So number two, um, their biggest concerns for when it was 35% of them was building emergency savings. Yeah. Again, I mean, these are, these are things that, you know, we talk about all the time, right? Is, is build your emergency savings. Make sure you have uh, money set aside for, you know, when, when things come up that obviously you haven't planned for. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you know, those emergencies are probably going to occur more, more frequently, um, especially on the medical side. And so, you know, it is very important that, that we, uh, you know, maybe I should say this, it's never too late, right? It's never too late to start saving, um, start somewhere. I mean, if you're at somewhere. that point, you're at that point. We have to take where right. you are and help you get yeah. to where you want to. Yeah, I don't want to sound all doom and gloom. You know, no. it's just very frustrating. And it's a very, uh, very tough thing to have to. It's a very tough conversation to sit down with someone who may have had a financial advisor for, you know, 15, 20 years financial advisor right you have that kind (laughs) there's the air quotes right they've Uh, got a great life insurance policy though right great life insurance policy that's going to benefit their 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 kids and grandkids but they don't know how they're going to pay for their electric their electric exactly and it happens or for a medical emergency that came up or their car broke down or all these things and they're like well this this life insurance great my kids and my grandkids whatever is taken care of but i don't know how i'm going to eat Right. And, and, you know, they come to us and they say, here, here's what I have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm beating my head up against the desk. Like, why is this happening all the time? Right. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. A very, it, it is. It is. So, so yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a, but okay. So emergency savings, because otherwise you're going to dip into your retirement savings. If you have any for every little thing that comes up, because that's what you have. Right. right. So. so, but the good news is, is there, there is things you can do even at this point to, uh, to start building that, that emergency savings. Right. And, and so I'm going to say something that may be a little tough to hear yeah, for, you for are. a lot of grandparents, but so when this, these emails come in, <laughs> Nelson at <laughs> No, 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 no. Not the general directly to you, buddy. Okay. But yes, I know this is going to be tough to hear for some of you, uh, especially those of you that are grandparents. Um, but we've also have had this conversation quite, quite often is, you know, we sit down and we say, hey, what's going on with your budget? You know, you're getting older, you're getting ready to retire. What's going on here? And they're, you know, talking about how they help pay for the uh, for their their kids electric bill or their cell phone still. And their kids are 40 years old or, you know, or, or they're taking the grandkids to Disney, Mac- to or-, Disney or, or to McDonald's every day after school. And not that there's anything wrong with doing that. If you make it part of a financial plan, if you can afford it and you have the and, money. And, exactly. But if you're in these situations and you're saying, Oh no, I don't have an emergency savings and I'm this close to retirement or I am retired or, 
or you know my 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 retirement savings isn't where it's supposed to be something's got to go something's got to give right and and yeah it can be an uncomfortable conversation to have with your kids and grandkids to say hey uh sorry i you know we can't do this anymore um but you're more than welcome to come to my house after school and i'll fix you a pb and j yeah i mean you can still spend time together <laughs> yeah. without spending a bunch of money and it doesn't mean you can't ever do that Right. It just can't be... Con- turn, it, turn it into treats. Exactly. Instead and then it means a, more anyways. Instead of an expectation. Yeah. When it's yeah. a treat, it, it means more. And you remember it more than something we just always did. Exactly. So. Okay. So the number three. So 35% of the baby boomers in this survey were concerned about paying off credit card debt. Uh, I think that's a, maybe a concern for everyone, right? Is is what is my debt? How much am I spending on interest? Um you know, how much am I racking up my credit cards for Christmas? Mm. You know, those kind of things. Christmas. Um, <laughs> you know, well, and, and that's that's interesting because that's that's one of the things that, that we actually have talked about is we've actually had the conversation is what is Christmas going to look like moving forward, right? You know, our why, kids are almost all grown now. Yeah, we got one turning 18 next month. We next month in two days. But still next month. Okay. Maybe they're watching this at the beginning of Not February. that I'm counting and like dreading it or anything but maybe they're watching it may be thursday (laughs) maybe they're watching this at the beginning of the month then well i guess that wouldn't work either but anyway so yes 18 (laughs) about to be 18 about to be 17 and then our the baby is 14 so we're getting to be close to that we're about to be empty nesters in a few years can you believe that no okay (laughs) so um but yeah so uh what was that? Oh, yeah. We Christmas. had a conversation, we had a conversation about Christmas. About Christmas. What, that, what is that going to look like? And instead of buying a bunch of gifts, right, we're turning it into family time experiences type of thing. Trips. Yeah. To trips, whatever that may look like. And, and, and so those are things that you can plan for throughout the year and say, hey, and let everybody know, hey, we're not doing gifts anymore. It's a bunch of stuff you don't need. Okay. <laughs> it's a bunch of stuff that, that, you know, it's not like it's, it's you know, a, something you're going to even re- probably remember in a couple of years. So why don't we do something together? Uh, take a trip, go see some, go see somewhere something um, that we haven't done yet, and make that more memorable. And that can help to alleviate, 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 alleviate. Let me say it wrong. Alleviate the financial debt, or or yeah, your financial debt and the interest that you're paying on credit cards. And just you know, be reasonable. I'm not saying you can take your family to Disney every year or whatever. Right. Like you well, need to okay. yeah. within. Yeah, I guess we did kind of talk about how grandparents are supplementing yeah. or paying for Disney every year, and then we yeah. talk about taking trips. But but yes, it, I think you get the idea, right? right. Is, is that plan for the trip, you know, whatever trip that is, but it doesn't have to be Disney. It can be a road trip. It, I mean, come on. We have, time. we have some great, you know, national parks here in the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's get outside, see nature. Mount get the Rushmore. kids off the screens. Get, get them off <laughs> the go. screens, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. So uh, baby boomers actually have the second highest average credit card debt of all the generations. Their average is about $5,800, according to a 2021 experience study. So paying the min- month, the minimum due monthly, about $145 a month, um, and an 18% interest rate. It would take 24 years to pay off the balance. Ouch. So yeah. the interest alone would be... About eight grand. But like we've said, you know, um, any other time we've talked about paying off debt is build that emergency savings first. Um, because what's going to happen if an emergency comes up, you're just going to pull out the credit card again. 
and mm-hmm. and and then you're back in the same boat, right? So, um, build the emergency savings first, and then then pay off the credit cards. Um, that that works, you know, typically typically best. And Kurt, if you keep making noise over there, I'm gonna take this uh, headphone cord and okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I still cannot hear the, the sounds in my ears. I don't, I don't understand. They will. They'll hear them. Uh, they'll hear them. Okay. So I just, whenever you push a button, I just laugh, right? Like I can hear it. Is that the way I'm supposed to do this? Is you hit the button and uh, <laughs> that's good. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> you will. <laughs> so the solution, what can we do? It can be easily tied to the amount of support you're giving to your kids and grandkids. Kind of like we already talked about. Don't. Yeah. don't. Uh, be reasonable. Okay. Be, be reasonable. And if you're reasonable, your kids will be reasonable. They, or maybe they won't be. <laughs> Well, because it depends on how spoiled they are. But <laughs> maybe that'd be good for her to take away some things yeah, right. later. But that's a whole other issue. But but again, we're talking about your financial future. Uh, I get you care you care for your kids. I you know we care for ours. We want to help them where we can and 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 give them things that that we didn't have. I definitely want to be the cool grandma. So you better really start saving. Uh, you better start planning now. You still well, got at least another like twenty years before you're a grandma. So I hope so. okay so number four so 31 percent of baby boomers cited that paying off a mortgage is their financial priority i was kind of surprised at that one i think that is more of a sense of accomplishment than it is like a financial goal i think saying hey We've lived in this house for 30 years i mean 30 years is a long time to you know pay, pay a mortgage and to say you know it took us you know, this is a milestone in our in our life that we have our house paid for. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. maybe I was thinking in my head like a baby boomer should already be paid off, so it kind of surprised me that was still a concern. Well, if you're only paying, you know, the the regular monthly payment um, on your mortgage, it's going to take 30 years. But you know, if you can add a little bit here and there, you can reduce that time. And, and a lot of people take that as a challenge. So 30 years, I'll get that done in half the time, or, yeah. or you know, 75 percent of the time, or, or whatever it is. And, and it can be a sense of accomplishment to say, hey, I paid off my mortgage and I saved myself and my family this amount of money uh, because I paid it off early. And there was a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the latest figures as of 2021 for baby boomers, and um, according to Experian, the average mortgage debt still owed was $182,000. That's a lot of money to be that late paying. And, and life, and, like yeah. that close to retirement, like that, that kind of was like, oof, I don't want to be that. Well, and, and that's where a customized financial plan can help mm. because if that if you say, hey, one of my goals uh, by the time I get to retirement or 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 whatever whatever that time frame is can include paying off your home within a certain amount of time. Now, should you pay off your home early or not? That's a whole other discussion, but that can be all accounted for within your financial plan if you're p- speaking to a real financial advisor that is looking at those things. So what can we do if paying off your mortgage is still uh, well, it's Yeah. I mean that there's a couple of, we've had this question happen or come up uh, recently, actually. recently. And, and, it, and it comes up often is do I pay off my mortgage? Do I, um, uh, do I, you know, keep paying on it because maybe I get a, some kind of interest, uh, tax, you know, uh, deduction there or whatever the case talk may to your be. CPA. Yeah. Talk to your CPA, but, um, you know, again, kind of going back to that sense of accomplishment is that, you know, if what is that feeling there? What is that, that emotional attachment to paying off your home? Is there a dollar value you can put on it? And if so, what is it? 
And if not, then maybe paying off your home is right for you. It, it's not a one, again, not a one size fit, fits all answer. It, it's a, very much about where you are in life, what's important to you, uh, you know, why do you want to pay it off? You know, maybe you, you like the security of saying, okay, well, um, if I pay it off and something happens to my job, then my family still has a roof over their head and I can go pick up something somewhere temporary um, to pay the interest, I'm sorry, the insurance and, and taxes on it. Even fast food job with the rate they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so, uh, so you know, it, there's that to consider. And, and then also, you know, where are you pulling that money from? So are you going to pull that money from, from investments? And, and where are we when it comes to investments? You know, are we, you know, where 2022 left us, where you're, you know, maybe you're down on your investments. And, and so if you're taking money out of your investments to pay off your home, well, again, you know, like we've said before, if you do that, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're selling low. Does that make sense at the moment to do that? Um, and what is the return that you're consistently getting on your investments? And how does that compare to the interest rate that you're paying um, on, a, on, a, on your mortgage? And does that, that number make sense? So there's a lot of things to consider when, when you talk about paying off a mortgage and whether or not it's right for you. Yes, definitely customizable to everybody in their situation and not just numbers like we say all the time. There is an emotional aspect to those kinds of decisions. It's not all just a numbers game. So even though some would like to say it is, it's not always the case. Number five is horrible. I hate this is even an issue, but um, baby boomers... 17% said that just basic living expenses was their priority, like just getting by. That's really sad. Um, granted, it's lower than many of the other generations. Uh, Gen Z, 35%. Millennials, 30%. Gen X, 26%. But when I think of people like my dad's age, like I don't want to think about them having issues. Really, really old. <laughs> Nelson at ProfitNote.com. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, when I think it, it's interesting, you know, when you look at this and you see how that percentage um, gets goes up the younger the kids are. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, the people are. You know, and how, and how much of that is because they're still living at home, so they don't they're not paying the bills. Mm -hmm. They're not paying the electric bill and the water bill and the gas bill and the the cable bill and the cell phone bill and the mortgage and you know, I mean, that's a lot that adds up. It does, and, especially and, internet at our house. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so yeah, so you know, so the baby boomer generation is the ones who are really, um, you know, bearing the brunt of of that, um, and and so I think what we're what we're seeing as we see these numbers be a, a higher priority as the um, generations get younger is because they're seeing their parents and grandparents barely getting by. So how much of that is is from their parents and grandparents and what they're witnessing there. Right. And so now they're like, oh, wow, you know, I'm not going to be, or not that I'm not going to be, but, but maybe being, being an adult is not as easy. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult as, anymore. You know, uh, like our kids, I think they're realizing that, you know, becoming an adult and being an adult is not as easy as we make it look. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not an adult. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so. Well, you know. 
But I, I was trying to give you some credit there. Another thing to consider is 92% of retirees age 65 and up report that they have Social Security income. Something to consider in your financial plan for younger generations or even this generation is we don't know how long that that's going to last. A lot of people rely on that and we have no guarantees of when that runs out. It's right. true. It's scary. People don't like to think about that, but it's it's a possibility. Yeah, and obviously we're not going to talk politics and, no, or anything like that. No, nothing I mean, to do with that right now. Yeah, I mean, whether or not you know one side of the aisle or whatever is going to do something with it, I mean, that's we, we can't control that, right? We have no idea what you know the, those elected officials um, are going to do, but that's why elections matter right yeah, <laughs> that's vote. why your vote matter but right. matters but um but what we can do especially if we start early is plan as if it's not going to be there right and plan as if um that's really just a bonus um and then there's tons of social security strategies that many people don't know about um that, that we that we help our clients with and and we have the resources and 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 uh, the availability to, to other experts as well. And we actually have a social security specialist that, right, that helps us. It helps so. us with, with these cases and say, you know, should you be taking it at full retirement age? Should you be taking it uh, or should you be waiting? Should you be waiting until uh, later on in, in retirement to take social security or not? So, um, so yeah, th there's a lot of things to consider there as well. Um, if you're a widow, there's other things to consider or a widower. There's, there's things to consider. If you're, if you're, uh, a, a divorcee, um, there's different strategies there. Um, having kids in those situations that, you know, that, that all plays into it. And so, uh, but planning ahead, getting ahead of this, um, and understanding what the strategies are, uh, for these different situations is, is definitely something to, uh, um, to look at, but also planning as if uh, Social Security is a bonus more than something you need to rely on in order to live. And I mean, something else we can do is reconsider what retirement looks like for you. Yeah, you know, so it may, unfortunately, and this may hurt as well, you know, is, is we may need to reconsider what your retirement should be. Um, you know, and, and really, it's only until recent history that we've seen retirement be this, okay, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to, you know, slam the door on the way out and punch my boss. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe not that, that dramatic, but, but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, You're say, gonna be in so much trouble I, by compliance. I know. It's going to make mine seem like nothing. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to cover up what you've done, uh, <laughs> but no, but seriously, you know, the, um, that idea of retirement of, going and retiring on a beach somewhere never to be seen again you know the the jimmy buffett margaritaville idea of retirement i'm going on a cruise ship it, it that's recent history but if we look at really what um you know retirement used to be and and actually if we even look at dare i say um biblical retirement right is that not we're not supposed to just stop doing what we're, you know, what we've always been doing or, or stop working completely. It's you know, like, we like to tell our clients, it's stop. You know, you're no longer doing what you have to do and moving to what you want to do. Um, so maybe you're working part-time volunteering or, or just a part-time job doing something you're passionate about or, or, um, you know, pushing buttons on a soundboard during the middle of a recording 
and making me crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Yeah, retirement looks different for everybody. It does. And it does. make you happy, you know. Like me personally, I say I like the idea of retirement, but I'd probably make it about three days of doing nothing, and I'd be. I know you joke about retiring on a cruise ship, but yeah, we you would so you would re, you would be the one who would retire on the cruise ship, and then you would be there for like maybe one or two cruises, and then you would start working on the cruise ship. <laughs> You'd be like one of the stage performers, or <laughs> you know, one of the comedians on the no, show, you know doing the shows. I'd or, help them run it effectively. There, yeah, yeah, or the game shows. All oh, the game shows are the best. Game shows are hilarious. What, which one is the one that we always like to go to with the, the different married couples, the newlywed and the, Ugh. you know, middle married and the long time married? Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Yeah, that is yeah, so that funny. Is. <laughs> they always get the, like, people that have been married for, like, 50 years. Those are the best ones. Yeah, and they just don't care. They, they don't, don't care. They don't care. They're going to say They say whatever, <laughs> and they're hilarious, and, yeah. Okay, so let's digress back to yes. maybe we need to reevaluate right. what retirement looks like. Um Maybe it means you are still working, but you're working part-time. Or something that's not as physical. You know, some people have a very physical, labor-intensive job. Maybe you need something that's a little little less. Physical? No. (laughs) (laughs) A little less harsh on your body and your joints. And, you know, maybe you need to look at a different line of work. Yeah. So instead of, like, pouring concrete, you hang drywall. No. And this is how you know he's always worked in an office. <laughs> or you sit around and push buttons on a soundboard and, and drive your podcast host crazy. <laughs> That's a fun job. Yeah. New retirement plan. I think he just sees all the different colors on his on the soundboard. Because this is, you know, if you don't notice, we're in a different, you know, from the, the studio that we were in. We're in a different location from our, you know, we're in our office. In our office. In our office uh, building. Um, and so he has this, this portable setup that he has. And it has all of these different colors and buttons, as <laughs> you but, can hear. The, yeah, well, you can hear. I still can't hear him. He's got to fix that because I got to know what's going on. No, it's more fun when you're not <laughs> knowing what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but maybe you know what that reminds me of is remember the game Simon Says. It does. You know, it's colors the, everywhere. Yeah, you just you got to remember the yeah. But yeah, so we're in our new location. This will be the new new normal for us. Permanent for us. Kurt, is this permanent for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Clear Life Media. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. They're, they're getting a building built. Um, so they have their own studio to run out of. And so we will be here for the next, I don't know, 10, 15 years uh, waiting on that. So- <laughs> Not going to lie. This is nice. He came right to our office. Yeah. He came to us. I saw him. I caught him work, walking down the aisle, co- carrying all the stuff. Down the and aisle? He- down the hallway? Down the hallway. Did I say aisle? You said he's walking okay. down the aisle. Well, it's kind of like... Is there like an aisle. engagement I don't know about? Da, 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 Is there sound for that? Da, oh. Crickets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but he's, so he's walking down the hallway, and uh, and he's he's carrying all this stuff, and he's like, Nelson, help. Can you can you help? It, it was kind of funny. I just kind of stood there for a second wondering, what in the world is he doing? <laughs> I thought he's he still recovering die. from the whole yeah, fire. Yeah, the, the fire... fire. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you see, you're going to have to keep doing the sounds for me until I can actually hear hear Yeah, He's got a, I think that, you know, he's over there hitting buttons and trying to, talking to himself and beating his head up against the wall trying to figure out how to even use this thing. Is this the first time you're using this? In this setting. In this setting, okay. (laughs) 
So, all right. Okay. So let's go back. back to, yeah. yeah. So thank you for all the baby boomers that were listening, or maybe you're a different generation and you're just trying to get some more information for a parent or whatever. Um, I, we couldn't possibly cover the all the information about. or all the financial. I mean, you, there's a million concerns. About the song about generation. But, um, <laughs> generation. If you have something, a concern yeah. or a question that we missed, please feel free to give us a call or yeah. email us. Um, yeah. You can info at Provident Oak. <laughs> Re at Provident Oak. Um, ProvidentOak.com is our website. <laughs> <laughs> so I want everybody to know what an amazing wonderful beautiful uh, uh right now is your perfect time to turn off you're not gonna get anything else from this she podcast put together in literally like a minute and a half like this was like amazing and and so there's our email address if you have any questions or they comments. can't see it the camera's not on it oh well up here All i can see is that's because we're using kurt's uh portable camera but <laughs> oh you got it you getting it okay so see questions or comments info at providentoak.com you can send us any episodes you may or any topics you would want to yes, love topic yeah. recommendations so let us know um i'm thinking maybe we should do one about books like financial books which ones we like which ones we don't like which ones suck no, i'm just kidding <laughs> which ones take hours we're never getting back yeah yeah um but yes we hope you filter out the noise and ProvidentOak.com or ProvidentOakFinancial.com. It'll take you to the same place. Yes. Uh, but thank you for listening. And we hope you all Five have a blessed day. <laughs> Bye. Investment advisory services offered through One Ascent Financial Services, LLC, DBA, Provident Oak Financial, a registered investment advisor with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any certain degree of skill or training. Past performance may not be a representative of future results. All investments are subject to loss. Forecasts regarding the market or economy are subject to a wide range of possible outcomes. The views represented in this podcast may prove to be inaccurate for a variety of reasons. These views are as of the date of this podcast and are subject to change based on the changes in fundamental economic or market-related data.